0: Hi, you're listening to the Food Adventures Podcast Season 2, and I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is a podcast dedicated to all things food, from recipe ideas to interviews with chefs, producers, purveyors, farmers, and people who just love culinary adventures like myself. So join us here on Fridays to explore the world through the lens of food, and together we can share some yummy food, some laughs, and I welcome you here at my table always. And if you're ready, let's go on a food adventure together starting right now. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Food Adventures podcast and I'm your host, Beth Fuller. This is episode three, season two. All right, you know what I'm about to say? Well then say it with me loud and proud. Don't take notes, I've taken notes. Go to my website for everything elizabethrfuller.com. And of course, what am I going to say next while you're there? Check out my amazing food and product photography. It's what I do for a living. I'm really good at it. Let's make some beautiful pictures together. Shoot me an email. If you've got questions for the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, if you need culinary sleuthing of any kind, Send me an email, let's go on a food adventure at gmail.com. And of course, tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram. I love seeing them at let's go on a food adventure. Okay, let's go on a food adventure, you guys. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. That's what this week's episode is. No, uh, this week's episode, oh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be so much fun. So, this week's episode, um, She's a little bite-sized episode. Uh, I'm going to answer a couple of your listener questions. We're going to chit-chat for a second. But I have a very, very, very special guest coming on to help answer some of your listener questions. And you're going to hear me wish her a happy birthday. So let's just get that out of the way right now. She, her birthday is this week. This is her birthday week. And I thought, why not have her on and help me help you? Help everyone. So if you happen to be in the Florida area, I'm not going to say where, but let's just say on the West Coast of Florida somewhere, and you happen to see her or you know her or whatever it might be, wish her a happy, six. she doesn't want to say how old she is, birthday. Um, this week, her birthday is on Thursday. And what's even better is that this podcast is going to air on Friday. So everyone will be listening to it on Friday. Oh, my God, it was her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. I'm recording this on Monday of this week, of her birthday week. And she has no idea that I am flying down there on Wednesday and surprising her for her birthday. So, yeah, mm -hmm, that's happening. I am risking my life. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I'm fully vaccinated, boosted. I've been living a very, 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 my husband and I, Todd, have been being overly cautious and careful um, not to get COVID or spread COVID balls or or anything. I mean, you do you, no judgment. Just be safe. And uh, so (laughs) we haven't taken a vacation since January of 2020, um, where we locked out and took one before COVID became the pandemic that it, it is. And uh, so we haven't really been on a vacation in so long, and I feel so bad because he he can't come for this surprise. He has to stay here, so I know he's listening to this, honey, I love you. I'm. It's not the same without you there. Um, I'm literally going for a minute and turning around and coming right back because I have to work all next week uh, in shoots, doing photo shoots, but... But I can't not celebrate this huge milestone with the uh, woman who gave birth to me. So, yes, let's get started, you guys. Let me introduce my guest real quick. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. My guest today, she wears many hats in her life, she has many roles in her life. She is a bigger big big older older is a better worth than big older sister She's an aunt. She's a godmother She is a cousin She is a wife And she also happens to be my mama. I Want to give a huge huge welcome round of applause standing ovation to the birthday girl who doesn't know that I'm flying to Florida to see her in a couple of days. So that'll be fun. Yes, it will, mama. Ah, let's give her a huge round of applause. My mama, Michelle Rosetto. No, my video, oh, start video. No, your your video, you would have to turn on yourself. Okay, wait
1: a second, wait a second. I just did, didn't I? No. Wait, start video,
0: there. There you are. Hi Hi Baba. Hi, Bubba. Hi Bethy. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. Hi mama. Hi Bethy. <laughs> Happy birthday week.
1: Thank you. It's very exciting, isn't it? Yeah, you look tan. Do you want to tell me? Yeah, do you no? It's just no, no.
0: Nobody no, can I'm... see you but me. You look tan. Oh. Look well, at me, I'm pale. I look so I
1: pale compared okay, to Okay, but listen to what I realized today. What? that I actually look good in a mask. You know, the pandemic has been kind of
0: good to me. <laughs> don't don't shake your head. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead tell, tell tell everyone out there about how you feel in a mask. Go ahead. Okay. Well, because you know, I'm an older woman yeah do you want to tell everyone how old you're going to be this year no
1: okay oh no because you know i changed my mind about it i know it's
0: it's not good for i've already mentioned that oh okay Okay. well i mentioned that you don't want to say how old you are
1: i don't i'll say how old i am i'm 68 i don't mind being 68 uh yeah 68 for the second time Yep. Uh Okay. So, anyway, about the mask. So, you know how I used to like the pandemic? Not that there's anything good about the pandemic. I don't need to make light of the pandemic. Right. You understand that. But for me personally, there have been some positives because at first, you know, I'm kind of an introvert. And so I didn't mind being home. I didn't mind being alone. I kind of like some parts about it. But now I realize the other good thing is that when I wear a mask, that you can't see all the wrinkles around my mouth right it's a good look for me
0: well you can continue to wear one well afterwards oh sure and i might i might yeah no one will judge you um
1: but now i'm wearing the n95s and so they have those headbands around the back of your head and it makes your hair kind of stand up on end and then that's why my hair looks so weird because i don't think your hair i think your hair kind of does that no matter what well, no, I just like, came home from painting class though, and I had to wear the mask for three hours in there, mm. and so it kind of got frozen, standing on end. Can I drink my coffee? Because I might yeah, slurp. you can okay. slurp. It's decaf. It's not. It's not three o'clock yet. So I'm no. I, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, how soon I, we've gone I, off the rails? How soon we've gone off the rails? Well, because I
1: have, I have that hypnic headache.
0: I know. So. At 3 p.m. she has to have her caffeine.
1: That's right.
0: The world stops at 3 o'clock. If she does oh. not have caffeine at 3 o'clock, she no, will say no. to you.
1: No, that's not true entirely. Okay. I sometimes
0: have it at 3.30. But that, I mean, that's like... A, I'm if, flexible. Okay, but then what happens at 4 o'clock if you hadn't had it yet? Well, I always would have it. No, okay, so say say you couldn't get to caffeine that would never happen okay but let's just hypothetically say okay see can you hear the panic in her voice 4 p.m (laughs) has come and gone and you have not had your afternoon cup of joe i
1: would i would still i would still have it i would if i had to
0: i would have it then
1: yeah because it's better than having a headache in the middle of the night
0: yeah it is yeah it is yeah so so, anyway yeah so today you're going to help me answer some listener questions but i feel like you know, even though okay. the the listeners have already started to get to know you, I feel like they need to get to know you a little better. Okay. So, well, what would you like to know? Well, listeners? so I think you should, right. So I think you should start at the beginning of maybe where you're from, how you grew up a little bit. So tell everyone where you're from. Original. I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania. Yep. And what,
1: what's it's that It's also mean? known as the mistake on the lake, but we don't really call it that. Well, no, what the full name is. Bethy, laugh. It's called dreary Erie. Mistake on the lake, but I I always loved Erie.
0: I think <laughs> Erie's a great place. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, now you're making you're laughing at me. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. And so, did you grow up in a big family or a small family? Oh well, there were six of us. Yep. Yeah. And your your dad had a lot of siblings oh well, i was going to talk about my dad okay let, let's talk about your
1: dad well because you asked me that one question about the pots and pans yeah you we're going to get into that I'm, we're I'm still, still talking not... about you okay let's think about something interesting about me. well you grew
0: up in a very large italian family that with all of your family uh, but
1: really oddly, close by oddly enough Bethy. When I did my ancestry DNA, I'm less Italian than I yeah. am English and German. And when I went to the doctor this week and I said, oh, what are these lumps on my hand? And they said, oh, it's, <laughs> oh, Beth, don't, don't hold your head. Keep going. Keep going. You're holding What your are head. the lumps on your hand? What are the lumps on your hand? It's do contracture. It's just like uh, there's a commercial on TV. John Elway has it. Mm -hmm. And it's common among people of Northern European extraction. So, so that's the thing is that you think of me as being Italian, but actually I have this condition and
0: also my DNA is not as Italian as one would hope. Yeah. So, but um, that aside, your immediate family, your mom didn't have a ton of family that was very close by. They also didn't have the means to come often like your dad's side. Well, they didn't have the roads to come.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. right. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm trying to-
1: <laughs> Well, it's only, it, it's only like 90 miles away. I know, but, but it, it would three take hours. Like three hours. I know. So we'd go on Sundays to visit grandma and grandpa. They lived on the farm and yeah. what we'd first go- and Salamanca. No- in Salamanca. No, no, they lived in Great Valley. Great Valley, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Salamanca was the big town nearby. And we'd have to go through Jamestown, which is where Lucille Ball is from, on the, our way there. And then we'd stop at the cheese place, which is in Mayville, and we'd get cheese. We'd get this white cheese called brick cheese. We loved it a lot. What was my point? Um,
0: I don't know. So anyway, but your okay. your dad side well, of the family, yeah, you're great. Okay. So, there but we your go. dad's side of the family was much closer. You had a lot of aunts and uncles that lived in and around the Erie area for the most part, and cousins. That's true. And, your siblings had a lot of friends and so you had a very lively house would you say
1: oh we did people were in and out all the time it was lots of fun growing up i had a wonderful wonderful childhood i was really blessed you uh, yes
0: you were you were yes um now who do you think was because this is a very food-centric podcast so we're going to we're going to loop it around more to food who do you think was the best cook in the family
1: nobody was a good cook
0: oh no my
1: father thought he was, I know, I know, but he, he once told me to make pork and sauerkraut. You put in oregano and basil.
0: I know. Well, you put oregano and basil in a lot of things. And my mom, no.
1: my mom always used Lipton soup or Campbell soup in her cooking.
0: Yeah. I it, know.
1: You know, those weren't, those weren't the golden days of cooking
0: really, no. when
1: I was growing up. But I used you- spinach out of a can
0: yeah okay well I, have you
1: ever done that no I would, I would never do that to you I no. never would have done that to you
0: no I didn't do that but I I think okay. though out of your extended family who was the better cook in the family oh Aunt Ben Aunt Ben there we go okay mm-hmm. and what were some of Aunt Ben's dishes that she would make that you guys would love
1: um I don't know that's a hard question okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Was we were any- invited over to eat that off <laughs> because you were the Rosetto kids and you were terrors I
1: know we were we were just wild things we were, were just a pack of wild things. you're not they allowed anywhere dressed nicely and they were so cute and so pretty and well-behaved and we were just a pack of wild things yeah they put so, the plastic
0: yeah. on the furniture when you'd come over or make us stay outside. Yeah, or make you stay outside. <laughs> but is there anything that your parents made that you miss that you that you remember enjoying at all? Like I, I miss your dad's zucchini, his fried is Oh, the cook in the soap. summer. Yeah, that's just um, tradition, though. It was. It wasn't that it tasted that special. It was that well, he yeah, with uh,
1: grease and salt,
0: grease yeah. and salt, is and a always cold beer. He always had the cold beer. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. So that's always good. Um, and, uh, oh, I know at Christmas, my Christmas Eve, mom would always make the shrimp mousse and you use, I <laughs> know, I know the face, but you use Campbell's tomato soup. Oh God. <laughs> I know. And those little bitty, oh wait, or was it cell cream of celery soup?
0: Either way. I can't remember.
1: It's not disgusting. Yeah. going to make it. And those little canned shrimps. Oh God. And I don't know what else went in it, but then you put it in a fish mold. And you ate it with uh, with white saltine crackers. And we, I know,
0: we loved it. We loved it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I um, bet it was in the Betty Crocker cookbook with a bunch of jelly. I think molds. it was
1: probably one of those things you cut out of a woman's magazine. Probably. That's where my mom got a lot of her recipes.
0: Yeah. You know, Women's Day
1: or I don't know what else. Um, yeah, so I don't really miss
0: any of their food. No. <laughs> I guess not you're not very nostalgic for the most part there's very few things that you're very nostalgic about oh i i i wish that you and andy were still little kids and living at home with me well i wish that you lived in new england still but we can't all have what we want can i we? live in
1: new england
0: yeah for the good months and you leave me up here alone in the shitty months Bethy, mommy you brought it up, (laughs) you want to bring it up now. What kind of talk is that? Okay. So I think we need to talk about a very big culinary adventure that I think shaped your formative years in your late twenties and early thirties. And it was a little adventure that you and your ex-husband and your sister and your brother-in-law took when you decided to open your own restaurant injury eerie oh yeah well that was that so okay
1: so we all lived in Washington and uh your father and I worked for NASA and Aunt Randy worked for the Bureau of Prisons and I think Uncle Ed did too maybe anyway she she's the one who lost uh Jimmy oh let's not talk
0: about it um (laughs) just in case you might listen to this (laughs) <laughs> no in case like the fbi system i'm sure it's, okay. it's a cold case that they're dying
1: to crack okay so anyhow when i worked so they randy and uh your dad george they would uh they always just like dreamed about opening their own business they really wanted to open a business i didn't really care all that much that, about it but i you know they wanted to so i said yeah okay so um then I remembered right outside the gates to NASA, I would have to work like really late at night because of getting computer time. And you'd have to work through the night sometimes just because that's when the computers were free. So it we'd go, we'd leave NASA and we'd just grab food. And the only place open was this Mexican place right outside the gates. And so I have to admit, sometimes when before we left. Yeah. We maybe went down in the basement. We may have smoked the joint. Yeah. Maybe this is what
0: 1978. (sighs) Give
1: or take. No. Yeah. 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 77, 78. You weren't born yet. Nope. So couldn't have been 1980. No, no. And so it wouldn't have anything to do with like me being pregnant
0: and you having any it was the 80s and you sure. can't blame any of your
1: problems on that well there's That's all of other
0: problems i can go ahead okay Keep going. so anyhow
1: yeah. i thought oh man this food is so good this food is cool. so when we were thinking about opening a business um i think we all well and your dad had been to the restaurant we all said hey how about this so we did we knew nothing really about mexican restaurants we mexican food yeah. we knew nothing about um restaurants at all we knew nothing about cooking and we lost all of our money in
0: probably oh 15 months but it wasn't yeah. that much money no but so it's funny that you gave up your nasa careers moved from washington dc decided to move back to the mistake on the lake that as you called it dreary eerie and you opened it's really a nice town though don't, it is. Don't... Don't tell anyone I said that. Right, and you opened this Mexican place called what was it called? Oh, tacos, etc. Yep, and it, it was comes. yep. And what was next on either side of tacos, etc. Oh, well, next to us was an adult bookstore. Yep, a porn and shop. And next uh-huh. to
1: them was the motorcycle shop, uh-huh. and that was owned by Buddha. Our business was owned by the guy who ran the uh, adult bookstore. And, I, you know, honestly, we were kind of afraid of most of our customers. So, yeah. you know, sometimes we'd have to say, oh, you go take care of him. You go. And once I had, oh, this was another thing that was really hard for me. I had to, I was alone there working and somebody came in and ordered chili. And I said, okay. And I gave them a bowl of chili and they said, how about crackers? And I said, sure. And I reached down without looking grabbed the crackers and I grabbed something furry yeah it was did. a mouse yes it, it was, was oh I screamed and so the people are like oh, what's wrong what's wrong And I thought well I can't tell them that I have now you've got here.
0: rodents now right so yeah.
1: I said oh I saw a spider I'm so afraid of spiders Oh, spiders!" Uh-huh. like yep. I was
0: a little weenie person yeah. yep and then didn't but you then have
1: as as they sat down I went and stood on top of the cooler so because I was afraid of the mice
0: Right, until somebody else could come and help you and save no, you. So and I closed the doors. I went right. And then didn't Turned you the have lights, um, a jukebox the there? there? You had a jukebox there. Oh, sure. We had a
1: jukebox. And the guy who um, owned it you would said, if we put uh, nail polish on our nickels and put them in, he would give them back to us so that we'd have music playing while people were in there. So we were always doing that and he'd come and he'd empty it out and it would always turn out that all the money was just ours and so finally he said you know we got to take this jukebox
0: out wasn't it potentially owned by some shady business people too the jukebox well oh of course they all are sure yeah Not yeah sure. yeah but yeah. you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh, yeah. i mean you're really an aficionado when it comes to mexican food shall we say
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yes. So I think we should answer some listeners. We did hire somebody who had once worked at a Mexican restaurant. And then I remember one of our customers early on said to me, do you know how to make burritos? You know, you don't know how to roll them because I was kind of wrapping them into a square. Flap, 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 flap. And so uh, they, this guy was really nice. He came back and he showed me how to do it. He had lived in New Mexico. So right. that was very nice. Of and him. like, you and guys I think didn't... our food
0: was okay. You were using the microwave a lot.
1: Oh, well, sure. Yeah. But not to cook the, the... your father was really good at the pressure cooker.
0: He'd make right. these
1: big, huge things of meat and they'd all fall apart.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, too bad it didn't take off. But yeah. I think I think we should answer a couple of listener questions because it might loop into that. Okay. okay. Um, Lauren, really? yeah, you don't know. Lauren, Chicago rates. I, I know you have mentioned before how much you and your husband love Mexican food. Do you have any good Mexican recipes that are your go-tos besides, I don't know, chicken or steak tacos? Something that's more outside the typical. So because you were a Mexican restaurant owner, Oh, no, I have none. Well, you used to make that one shredded beef recipe that was really good. I remember growing but, up. But that's not very outside the box. Okay. No, if I wanted
1: something outside the box, I'd call you and i say, Bethy, okay. I need something outside the box.
0: Yeah, so I made, so Chad, Poodle and Chad, yeah. they went out and had dinner the other night and Chad told me that <clears throat> at a Mexican place nearby and they said that, Chad said that he ate the best Mexican dish he's ever had in his entire life. So I knew I had to try to make it once I heard about it. And basically it's these corn tortillas that are folded over kind of like a mini flat taco. And they are stuffed with um, really stretchy, almost like the closest thing we could think of it as is like shredded mozzarella cheese, but it's Oaxacan- uh shredded cheese it's white it's just creamy and and stretchy and you pan fry those and get them really really crispy and you put them on a plate and you make a homemade black bean sauce like a nice spicy black bean sauce super Mm. easy ladle that on top cojita cheese which is kind of like feta sort of you know crumbly white sliced avocado and some like pickly red onions and it was really good it was really good it was really simple. It was really good. That black bean sauce was what really mm. made it so yeah. yummy. And that was really easy. Um, because you just took the can of black beans and cooked them with some onion and garlic and a jalapeno and then pureed it. And that was it. Little mm. little stock to yeah. thin it out. It was good. That was really good. So that would be my and I can throw a few more in the show notes, but you have nothing. You have nothing you want to add to that. Um they just went to Publix and they have no chicken. None. Okay. Well, we okay. So I guess you don't have a Mexican chicken recipe. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. You eat tacos. You've go, you go what's that place in the in your house oh, we- that you like?
1: Yeah, well, the other day, day we went to Los Amigos Dos. Oh, man, their food is so good. I thought you liked the pearly, the, whatever it was oh, called. Oh, I love pearlies, too. I'm going to go there for my birthday. I said
0: to Phil, maybe we should go to pearlies for my birthday. I thought dinner. you wanted to get Greek food for your birthday. Well, I'm getting that for my lunch. Oh, for dinner, you want tacos? Now, I thought you said you wanted sushi.
1: Well, I would like sushi. But yeah. you
0: have to go inside for the sushi. You can get and a I Oh no, because it's about a half hour away to go to the good sushi place. Uh, yeah, um, okay, well, sorry, Laura. We'll put some more in the show notes. My mother doesn't doesn't have any chicken, so there, there you go. Tina from Instagram writes, "I love soup, all kinds of soups. I need some soup inspiration. Do you have any new favorite soup suggestions that you've recently found you like?"
1: Something new.
0: New, new, I mean, anything. It doesn't ne- necessarily need to be new to you. It'll be new to Tina. Hmm. Well. Okay, I'll start. So um, I really like okay, making-
1: I'll raise my hand if I think of it.
0: Oh, this is fun. Uh, I really like making homemade ramen, and that's very easy. You can buy bone broth from the freezer section of your grocery store. And to give it a little more flavor- I add a tiny bit of sauteed bacon in it first before I put in the ginger and the garlic and everything else in that and leave it in with the, once you start adding your aromatics and then you put your, your bone broth in, leave the, the bacon. I chop it up really fine. And I leave it in because it gives it just the subtle smokiness. And I mean, like half a piece will do three bowls of ramen, no problem. And it's really good. And you can Kitchen sink it where you're adding in any vegetables that you want to use up. I put in one day, we had a little bit of curry piece left over. I put that in, um, love a good jammy egg in it. <clears throat> and then the noodles, I like either ocean halo. It's an organic ramen noodle brand. You can get it at any grocery store, or I don't know how it's pronounced, but I believe it's Koyo, K-O-Y-O. And those are great ramen noodles as well that are Individually pack it. I just take the seasoning out and I don't use it. But they're organic and they're really, really good. And it comes together really, really quickly. You can add miso paste to the broth. You could add, I mean, the world is your oh, ramen you're, I thought of
1: one. I thought of one. Okay,
0: great. What? Okay. So I make like this, I, it's a made up
1: recipe. Sure. Um, okay. So I just make chicken. But you can can't because it. it's out. No, you're out of I, chicken. But okay. if you had chicken, yep. you could cook the chicken and uh-huh. like shred it. But don't overcook it. And then have some broth. I just use better than bouillon chicken broth because you know it's 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 perfectly adequate. Yeah. Honestly, it's perfectly adequate. And then I dump in some spinach and I cook some orzo on the side. And then I put in a whole bunch of lemon juice. And what else would I put in there? Oh, sometimes I'll put in some carrots. So it's kind of like Greekish, like that mm-hmm. Greek soup but it's not, and it's just really easy. So mm-hmm. I like, I like that. And I, and I put in other vegetables too, but nothing Depends that's that really appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And then I also was making um, Nana's corn chowder the other day. Ooh. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah it's, but you know what, she uses cream corn and that's what everyone uses is cream no. can. I know, Well, you put in one can of cream corn and then all this other fresh corn, yeah and surprisingly the cream corn does add something probably because of all the sugar yeah
0: yeah yeah and and starch and stuff a little okay
1: what else do you want to ask me maybe i've got better questions answers to other questions
0: okay yeah maybe i don't who knows who knows what gems will come out of you brent from instagram writes so it's (gasps) january brett 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 Exactly. i got it okay brett. great brett from instagram right so it's january and i decided to cut meat out of my diet i thought how hard could this be well it turns out i guess harder than i thought because when i'm hungry i can't think of anything else anything to make for dinner i keep eating pasta i'm going to be huge if i don't stop i need help with some easy vegetarian friendly dinner ideas okay oh brett she's got something for you hold the phone okay, well, this don't need chicken I for just- this one
1: No, no. I did this the other day, but it really, you know, I know you talk about bowls all the time, but here's what I like to do is I like to have some quinoa because quinoa is- Lots of protein. Well, that plus you can eat it cold, you can eat it hot, you can eat it room temperature. It doesn't matter. It's very versatile. So you, and it only takes 15 minutes to cook. So a little, you know, and I put in, I saw well, I like put in vegetable, better than bouillon. I actually put in chicken. I know (laughs) (laughs) vegetable. (laughs) The the vegetable chicken broth does it taste very or vegetable uh, better than very good.
0: (laughs) Okay, so keep going with your quinoa bowl.
1: Okay. So then I have that and I have that in a little container. And then when I have time, I chop up other vegetables like red pepper. I don't like you know, green bell pepper. Green bell pepper no. is one of the few vegetables I really hate. Um, I like. Uh, I am I really hate it cooked. Oh man! Oh, Any, it, yeah. it's the number one way to ruin the dish is cooked green pepper. It is. It's nasty. It is okay. And okay. then uh, what else would you put in? Oh, I know beets. You get those vacuum pe- packed beets. Yeah. And you chop those up. You put those in a separate container. And. Then, Um, Oh, feta cheese, you got to have some feta cheese, put that in a container. And like anything else you can find, any other kinds of vegetables, but the main things are the, oh, garbanzo beans. You got to have garbanzo beans. Mm -hmm. Okay, so garbanzo beans, feta, and quinoa, and then all these other vegetables. And you just have them in containers. And then you just start dumping stuff in to make whatever kind of salad you want. But the key is the sauce. Yeah. You gotta have a couple kinds of sauce. So here's the one I made the other day that was wicked good. Okay. You take a cucumber and mm-hmm. I I think I peeled it, but I may not have. I can't remember if I okay. peeled it or not. But I grated it. Okay. And then I squeezed the heck out of it. So you get all the water out, but not mm-hmm. all the water, but a lot of the water. Squeeze yeah. it. Don't have to salt it, don't have to let it sit around. No. Just squeeze it. Squeeze and it. And then yeah, uh-huh. and I added some uh, non-fat yogurt and some fresh garlic and some lemon juice. So you made tzatziki, and, but kind of tzatziki-ish, okay. but thinner, thinner than tzatziki. Okay. And the and put the key is to use fresh dill. Put in a bunch of fresh dill, like extra fresh dill, uh-huh. and you make it into this sauce, and you just pour it over it. Oh man, it was so good. Everyone who had it loved it and oh i put in some fresh oregano too yeah okay. some pepper yeah, yeah yeah but anyhow the key is to have a bunch of sauces and then here's a really fast thing i do sometimes
0: mm.
1: well sometimes maybe once
0: okay we're not gonna hold you to it, it. it's okay.
1: okay i think i liked it
0: okay. i know somebody like really selling cousin.
1: it well your cousin is a like this okay oh okay. that
0: pasta no now what? Oh,
1: that was something else. That was good. Well, that was wicked good.
0: Okay, so was what was good. the thing you made? I that took a,
1: a brick of tofu and I squeezed it to get all the water out. Yeah, and then I sliced slabs of it.
0: And then you threw it, it was- in the trash? I'm just no, kidding. I'm
1: just kidding. <laughs> Put <laughs> barbecue ahead. sauce on it uh-huh. and roasted it in the oven. I baked it, uh-huh. and then I just had that like on a sandwich. Oh, it was it was surprisingly good oh yum i know um, you don't look convinced You think that's like tofu <laughs> just, i love
0: tofu i know oh, yeah. i love
1: crispy tofu that's sure. creamy inside mm, mm-hmm. just toss it with a little cornstarch mm-hmm. maybe some soy sauce mm, mm-hmm. okay what yeah. else do you want to do okay got any other questions that are interesting yeah that was an interesting one okay yeah you
0: did good They're, you answered that, that one fabulous. good yeah, Brett will be happy. Chelsea in Arizona writes, I have a cleaning question. So I have these really nice pans I spent way too much money on from Williams-Sonoma, and they now are almost black or have burnt oil on them. I can't get it off. No matter how much I soak or scrub, do you have any tips or products you recommend for cleaning pots and pans to get them back to what they used to be? Are you talking about the inside or the outside? I don't know. She didn't, she didn't elaborate, but I'm guessing for either, or if they're good, like all clad pans, you know, sometimes the outside gets, or the inside, it just depends. So what would you put in? Okay, so we're talking stainless steel. Yeah, I would guess so. Okay, so stainless
1: steel. So this is what grandpa used to do. Grandpa would do this every day, almost every day after dinner. He would take the pans that were used, he'd dump in some baking soda, Uh and he would just put in water, And he'd mix it around, and then he'd cook it slowly, slowly, Uh slowly. And until it all cooked down, and he's stirring it with a wooden spoon. And it got absolutely everything off. Now, I also put in sometimes uh, white vinegar. And Mm -hmm. that actually helps even more get it off. And then here's the added bonus. As you're doing this, it sprays. It just spews little bits of... Baking soda everywhere. So when you're wiping up it up afterwards off your stove, it cleans the stove. Oh, it's a twofer. It's a twofer, and sometimes it spits on the outside of the pan. But if it doesn't, you just take that same paste you make and you scrub the outside of the pan with that. And a lot of times that will get it off. But you know, I also use bonami
0: on the outside of pans too. I, think I that's thought. A safer. You- I thought for sure, because you gave it to me and I've been using it for years is barkeeper's helper. That's what Bonami is. Oh, thing. okay. I, I I it's what I yeah. use and it gets everything off for the most yeah. part. It's yeah, and it's gentle. Yeah. It's very gentle. Um I've even used it on non-stick Lecrucet. pans.
1: Yeah, I've oh, used it on the really? Lock
0: Crusade and I've used it on, I've got um a handful of the green pans. Oh yeah. And I've used it on those, and it, they, it's worked. I'm Do you gentle think with it. those things work? Those green pans? Uh, they have a great warranty. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think they work. I've returned a couple of them and gotten new ones for free, so it's worked out for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Taryn from Instagram writes I am trying hard to lose some weight but I love dessert I mean it doesn't need to be a massive piece of cake but I just like a little sweet bite after dinner do you have any easy weeknight dessert ideas
1: oh of course I do you know what I eat.
0: I do but I you gotta tell her not
1: me okay honestly bear with on this one it's really good okay First, you should try to make your own applesauce because homemade applesauce is wicked good. It's and then, easy. And it's really easy. And I'll tell you how I do it in a second. So, but you make the homemade applesauce. Well, okay, I'll tell you right now because we're on the subject. Yeah, we are. Okay, so I cut up the apple. I don't even bother peeling it because I don't like to peel apples because it makes my mouth water. And then you get all this slice all over Bethy. And it's really it's disgusting (laughs) okay so anyway i don't peel them but i get all the seeds and core out right and then i just throw big chunks of it in a pan with some water and i boil, boil 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 till it's all boiled down and then i let it cool and then i take it out and i take a spoon and i scrape all this good stuff off of the peels and then i throw the peels away Okay, but you don't want to dig it too mushy. You get it like just almost, but still slightly chunky. And then you like add spices like you would to um, apple pie. Mm -hmm. And you so you put it in the fridge, and then when you want in the winter, if you want it, you just take some, put it in a bowl, and excuse me, and then heat it in the microwave for just like 30 seconds. Stir it up though, so it gets all heated all through. And then some, if you really need something more, a little squirt of whipped cream, cream. whipped cream, it can't hurt Mm -hmm. real cream. Yeah. It can't hurt. It really can't. But if you, if you really don't have the time or the interest in making your own, which you really should. Yeah. Muscleman's unsweetened applesauce. You got to get Muscleman's don't get Mott's don't get anything else. Muscleman's unsweetened applesauce is wicked good. It really Uh is. I swear by it. So you have that and again, you can put some, you can add spices to it to make it taste like apple pie or not. I just eat it plain. I love yeah. it. Yeah, And you can have it in the summer too, you can have a cold mm-hmm. you keep it in the fridge, you have a cold. Yep. Oh man. Okay, and you and freeze oven-
0: it. You freeze your, your apples, your applesauce. When you make it, you will, I've seen you freeze it before too. in little baggies. I never have. When you make a big batch of your applesauce.
1: Really?
0: Okay. Maybe I'm making this up. That. Okay. I do. I freeze it, but go really ahead. Really, You do? Well, yeah, because I it. make a, I make a huge batch of it when I get apples from the apple orchard in the fall yeah. and then I freeze it and, and then I heat it up whenever I'm going to eat it with oatmeal or do this, what you're describing. Oh, okay. So that, yeah, I would do that. Sure. Okay. Okay. So what else were you okay. going to say?
1: Um, oh yeah. The other little thing I like, which is perfectly fine is You know, I don't like deep processed foods, but I will have a Yazo bar and 100 calories. You know, they're a lot of flavors. They're perfectly adequate as well.
0: Yeah. I um, am a big fan of cookies, dough, warm cookies. So I will make a huge batch of cookie dough and then make teeny tiny little mini cookies and freeze the pucks. So then, if the cookie recipe made 24, I might make 48. So then it's, then I'll have like two little cookies and bake them in the evening. So
1: that's a good idea because that way you don't have the extras because, you know, that's the problem with eating sugar yeah. is as soon as you have one piece, so it's like
0: suddenly all the like oh, like gates
1: are open and you want yeah. to, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll put some recipes in the show notes for you. Um, all right. Last question. Okay. <clears throat> Make it a good one. Yeah malcolm in california writes i'm really into coffee and spend a small fortune getting it out every day i was thinking of buying either a single serve machine for my house or a french press or one of those pour over things or something to help save a bit of money because i'm really it's really starting to add up i'm not sure if you drink coffee but is there a machine or gadget that you love malcolm you're talking to the queen of coffee my mother so i'm sure she's got (laughs) thoughts on this I do. So I don't like the French press. I know that's kind of uh,
1: people love those French presses. I just have never liked them. No. And I love bitter. It's not like I don't like bitter, but I. it's just not my thing. Um, but uh, oh, I love my Chemex.
0: Yeah, I love I love the Chemex.
1: I love being able to control the water temperature. Yeah, I love using fresh coffee. But sometimes I just don't have the time. Plus, as you know, I get up at like 3.30 in the morning. Sometimes 4.22 I got up today. And I (laughs) don't know. Very
0: specific. 4.22.
1: (laughs) And I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like doing it. I just don't. I just want to have a cup of coffee. Yeah, and so then I just I right now I am using my um, what do you call those things that I use Keurig. the Keurig, yeah. yeah. But you know what, I'm just I'm not a fan of the Keurig anymore. The only thing I like about it is it's fast and it's hot. Yeah, and that's about it. So I really have my eye on an espresso that Bethy recommended in one of her podcasts. Yeah, and um, I recently read another review of that very machine. That the model of the Nespresso, and they said, really, they're all the same. They, you know, they they all make the same coffee. Yeah. It's just they charge for all these extra gadgets, and this one is really great. So that's kind of what I I have my eye on is yeah. this Nespresso machine. But it's not going to save you any money because those little capsules are expensive although
0: now they sell them at the grocery store
1: i saw them in shaw's the other day
0: yeah i mean they're not that expensive they're probably a dollar a cup maybe um i think because i think i, I want to say it might be because i have the nespresso pixie which they don't make anymore but it, they make a version of it, it's the original smaller pods and i think for t- i think 10 come in a sleeve and i think they're like either eight bucks or 10 bucks mm. somewhere in that range so it's not like yeah. it's it's probably this close to the same as a might be a little more than a keurig but yeah um people just might drink more of them because they think the espresso shot is so small that they want mm. more but then if you get the virtual virtuo or whatever the big right. pod is that's more of what you want and I, those might be like a dollar 25 a pod or something uh-huh. but you do have to order them online they do free shipping this is nespresso if you want to sponsor us please by all means um they do free shipping and they are recyclable so they can send you a bag to recycle them and you can mail which them. i like that idea yeah yeah yeah, it's great. I, I've been a huge fan for many years and I agree with you on the Chemex. Um, I don't care for a French press because I don't like sediment in my coffee. It's just not, yeah. it's not my thing. Um, okay, so what are you currently making at home right now? Currently making? You mean like food? Uh, yep, not chicken apparently, but yep, like food. That's what I... Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. i has you-
1: been doing all the cooking. I can't remember the last time I made anything. Oh, must be nice. Uh, yeah, he does a
0: lot of cooking. Um, is there anything you've had recently that you just love? Well, I made that that bowl with the the. Okay, yeah, cucumber yep. sauce. Does that count? Sure, that can count. That can okay, count. Yeah, okay, uh, Is there anything I I always ask people? You know, obviously you don't have anything you want to uh, people to get a hold of you for. But is there an organization or anything you'd like to shine light on? Oh, you didn't tell me about this question. No, that you'd like people to possibly donate to or look into a little bit more or. Oh,
1: I don't know. I'm going to feel selfish because I can't think of anything.
0: No. So you work, you guys donate a lot of your time to the food pantry in Milford, New Hampshire called Share yes that's true that's true
1: Uh and phil works at dunedin cares down in florida Uh
0: um
1: so those are both
0: good things and remember to register to vote for the especially for the midterm elections that are coming up because they're very 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 important very important and get
1: vaccinated and get boosted yep And wear a mask because it really
0: makes you look pretty. Yep. It hides your wrinkles. Hides your wrinkles. If only the CDC said that, nice mama. Okay. Last question. If COVID wasn't a thing and you had all the money in the world, where are you going and what are you eating? Oh,
1: I know just where I want to go. I really want to do a walking tour of the UK. I've been wanting to do that forever. And every time I think, okay, now I'm going to do it. Well, then happens. you wanted me to go, you wanted us to go to Portugal and Spain. And then another
0: time, Darcy. Um, no, another time you broke your arm, then COVID happened. And then Yeah,
1: and then there was this. You and went to France. France. So, anyhow, yeah, this hard come, life. I'm absolutely adamant. I, that's my next trip is okay. I'm going to do a walking tour of uh, the UK and like go into in or something. Mm-hmm. That's what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about that. And I'd like to drink tea.
0: Great. They, those are all things you can do in the UK and they do uh-huh. them really well.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, okay. Awesome. It was good to see you, Bubba. Thanks good for coming on and helping answer these questions.
1: I'm looking forward to my birthday because we're going to have another call. Yes, and- we are.
0: Yep, uh, and-, and your presents are coming in the mail. So you have to keep an eye out for that. I'm
1: staring at our mailbox right now. Okay, great. I'm waiting. My okay, hands are great. like this because I'm waiting. Okay. Well, we happy birthday, Baba. I love you. Thanks, Fatsy. Love
0: you too. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> that was a treat. That was a treat. Thank you, Baba, for coming on the podcast. That was so much fun to have you on and if you want to wish her a happy birthday i have tagged her in this week's episode so feel free to reach out on instagram and wish her a very happy birthday and and the best part is right now i'm probably standing with her in her kitchen while she's listening to this and she still can't believe that i'm in florida with her so surprise happy birthday mom i love you all right you guys thank you so much for listening of course Go to my website for all the show notes, elizabethrfuller.com. Tag me in all of your food adventures on Instagram at Let's Go on a Food Adventure. And if you have questions for the podcast, shoot me an email. Let's Go on a Food Adventure at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Make some yummy food together this weekend. Lead with kindness. And I'll see you next Friday. Bye.